Welcome to Citizen Science, stories of science we can do together, brought to you by SciStarter. This is a special episode of the podcast featuring SciStarter's own Caroline Nickerson being interviewed about the All of Us Citizen Science Project by the hosts of the radio program, Men Making Health a Priority, on Wisconsin radio station 101.7 The Truth. Here's that show with Caroline in its entirety. The following is a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Men Making Health a Priority are solely that of the hosts or guests and not those of 1017 The Truth, Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC, or All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Black men are strong and filled with rich heritage. We black men matter, and our health should be a priority. Now is the time to educate ourselves on how we can live a longer and fuller life for our families and most importantly, ourselves. This is Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Here are your hosts, Dr. Ken Harris and Dr. Bashir Easter. Good day and welcome. You are listening to Men Making Health a Priority. I'm Dr. Ken Harris here with that other guy that keeps showing up every single month, Dr. Bashir Easter. Keep coming back. He keeps, he keeps coming, coming back, back like a bad penny. He just keeps, <laughs> just keeps turning up everywhere you go because he's doing phenomenal work at the Center for Engagement and Health Partnerships. So we have a guest today that I got to admit, I probably shouldn't say this out loud. She scares me because every time I read science and technology, I go, hmm. Okay, that's not me. But we have someone that I'm excited to talk to, and that's Caroline Nickerson. She's the SciStarter advisor and moderator for the upcoming Citizen Scientist Month event. So I know she's clearly not talking about me because she puts science in the sentence. And so that's one of the great things. She's a Ph.D. student. And, of course, we have Bashir Easter, who is the assistant director of UW-Madison, all of us, Milwaukee, site. Good day. How's everybody? Good, good, good. Excited. All right. And you, Caroline, so should I call you Caroline? Should I call you Miss Nickerson? Should I call you future doctor? What, what oh, my gosh. You? Caroline is perfect. And <laughs> okay. thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited because you've got a great event coming up on Tuesday. And so we're going we're gonna to eventually get to that. But I want to know, because reading the background information, I was always struck by science. I'm always struck by things I can't do, right? So, so I was never the big science person, but I like math and I like statistics and things like that. And so when I saw this and it talked about SciStarter, they have what's called a Citizen Science Month. Can you tell us exactly what is SciStarter? Yeah, definitely. Well, I want to address first, you mentioned science not being for you. So I also used to think that I remember in school, I always associated science with tests and memorization and just boring. Um, But I always really liked being outside. I always really liked looking up at the night sky and looking for constellations. Um, I was super curious about the brain and I wish I understood how it worked better. Um, So even though I didn't know it, I was super interested in science. So I think a lot of people are in the same boat where they hear the word science and it's just an intrinsic um, dislike. 
But science is actually really cool. And I think that's one thing we do at SciStarter and with citizen science in general. We make it clear that science is for everybody, even if you don't think it is, and that anyone can actually do real science through citizen science. They can monitor water quality to understand if our drinking water is safe. They can uh, help Alzheimer's researchers speed up the search for a cure by analyzing data for them by playing online games. So, they can go outside and classify bees and butterflies. Like it's really broad. Citizen science is super broad. And at SciStarter, we help people find things they can do. So you just made me realize that, especially because I always throw it in, especially with me being older, I didn't do that. I didn't want to do science. I didn't really think that. But now hearing you say it years later, I realize that it is incorrect to think about science in that way, that you, you have to change your perspective. What got you into science to the point where you became a PhD student? Yeah, so um, so in school, I never liked science. I actually studied Chinese in college, but uh, in my spare time, I would volunteer to count monarch butterflies because um, I knew their populations were declining, and I knew that this project would allow me to help track their populations so we could figure out how to help them. And that's a citizen science project. That's an act of data collection that I engaged in, as well as many other volunteers engaged in. So at SciStarter, we work with people, from, we work with Girl Scouts to retirees, um, people of all ages on every continent um, with all sorts of different backgrounds can collect or analyze data for these research projects and help move science forward. So I got into it via just volunteering as a citizen scientist. And now I'm really privileged to um, be getting my PhD and I'm studying public engagement in science. And then I get to work with folks like the All of Us Research Program um, to um, bring the science directly to the communities we wanna serve and engage these communities as true partners. And so Dr. Easter, connect those two. What is, what is, she just explained how she connects SciStarter with all of us, but how does all of us connect to SciStarter? Thank you, Doc, for that. Um, so when we talk about the program, the program is to uh, enroll uh, in a million individuals uh, to use their data. When we say their data, so that's their blood, their urine, uh, their measurements into a database where researchers can use that information, that data to be able to find treatments uh, that we talk about with precision medicine. And in that, you're talking about other data that's actually being imported in that information from those individuals, which is their whole holistic view of who they are and what is that holistic view of who they are, right? That's their community, their the people that they are uh, around, uh, you know, their environment, you know, the social connections. All of that information is going to be built in and put into what they call a workbench. That workbench that is going to be utilized is the information as you are de-identified is going to now be where researchers can use to find out how do we get these treatments that we talk about. But also the individual who is given that data now can use that information to find out how does it impact your environment, your area by zip code. Uh, and in that, that is what comes the, the science about it. When you say the environment, is there a noise area? Does that in, impact your health? Does that impact, um, we talk about food deserts. Is it something that impacts your health in regards to that as well? So the All of Us Research Program, being a part of getting this information and this data, now creating a system where people can actually utilize that data. That's the importance of this connection that we have with the community scientists, uh, is that now the community is involved in the research. They're involved with the data that's coming back. They're involved with trying to make change. And so we're really trying to get 
individuals in, in the community to recognize that they are a part of this movement as well. So how does that move? Um, see, I almost called her Dr. Nickerson. See, she, she's doing it already. How, but how, how, how does this move the future of health research? How, how can SciStarter fit in? So I can chime in on the SciStarter connection, and I think Dr. Easterly should talk about um, the all of us research outcomes because he's definitely the expert here. But so at SciStarter, we're a global citizen science organization. And um, on a side note on that, we work with people who call it all sorts of different things. Some people call it community science. Some people call it neighborhood science. Some people call it public engagement in scientific research. Um, whatever term people prefer, as long as they're doing real science, we want to work with them. Um, but so SciStarter is a global citizen science hub. Um, and then we partnered with the All of Us Research Program during Citizen Science Month, which runs throughout April. It's just an excuse for a big party where we try to get people doing as much citizen science as possible. We partnered with All of Us um, to uh, teach people about All of Us, hopefully um, do more outreach about All of Us and really engage people in the cool things that All of Us offers, like the data browser and other ways that people can learn about precision medicine and be a part of um, the study. Um, so All of Us is a huge part of Citizen Science Month in addition to other citizen science projects. And the partnership is us hosting events uh, and getting out into different communities across the United States uh, so people can learn about it and hopefully engage. And so with all this being brought together, and I'll, and I'll start with you, Dr. Easter, how do you see the future of health research? Uh, you're, you're, you're doing a you know, yeoman's job of trying to generate a million people to mm -hmm. become part of this research database. But then, like, what will the future then look once you get it? So the, the, what is interesting about the, the All of Us Research Program and as well as what we talk about with SciStarter, the interesting part is you're really trying to, to be able to break down that mindset or stigma that science is just in a lab with a person in a white coat that's in somewhere far fair, fairy tale land, right? We want the community to know that the, in, everything you do, uh, whether, you know, when you look at the water that you drink, uh, if you're counting items in nature, if you're, you're really paying attention to things that are going on, in your daily life, that's science, right? If you're putting data and information and studying and finding out outcomes, your body, your mind, and your spirit is a part of that conversation. So we're, this information is now coming to you. The community needs to know that they've been, they were a part of science every day. We now need to know how to utilize it. What can we do to help ourselves, our mind, and our body? The other thing is by having these events gives a, 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 a view to the community to say it not should be top down. It should be from community up. And so this is the hope that the community sees this information, gets a better understanding of what science is and how it applies to them. And then they are recognizing that they can be a part of it, not just in, in verbally, but they now have a instrument uh, we call the workbench that they have access to this data that all of us is able to now give out to uh, the community to be able to have access to, to use that information for better, uh, for better change and outcomes. So this collaboration really is, I, I keep hearing community, but then I hear community collaboration, then I hear community research. Those three things are going to be key in making sure the health of a community is really taken into account because the people who are there, their information and data is in a database. But, but then transferring that basic knowledge is something that SciStarter does where it, it, it kind of helps the community get involved in 
science and research and kind of helps, you know, like people like me who kind of struggle with the whole science thing and biology and chemistry. and But it, it gives them a way to kind of look at the science and the research and make it make it palatable for them so that they can come in and go, wow, this I, I can actually do this. Um, Caroline, you mentioned something about about something as simple as doing an experiment with water. Yeah. So SciStarter is the world's biggest citizen science hub. So researchers who have projects add their projects to SciStarter for people all around the world to discover them. So uh, with water, for example, I'll use the example of the crowd the tap project. It's like a you're you're crowding around some tap water, crowd the tap. And what they're trying to do is it's based out of NC State University, but uh, it's funded by the EPA, but they, anyone in the United States can participate. And they're asking people to do a simple scratch test on their pipes, their water pipes with a penny and a magnet to understand if their pipes are made of lead. Um, and if it is found that the pipes might be made of lead, Crowd the Tap gets in touch with those citizen scientists and um, gives them information about how they can do a laboratory test of the water to see if lead is indeed there. Um, so that's just one example of a, a citizen science project that was added to SciStarter for people all around the United States to discover, to participate in their homes um, and have a really important scientific result that's relevant to the country because Crowd the Tap wants to do a nationwide nationwide census of water pipes, but also to the individual. You know, if someone's pipes are made of lead, that's an immediate risk and action needs to be taken. Um, so SciStarter works with citizen science projects just like that all around the world. And it's a real privilege um, in, during Citizen Science Month to highlight all of us as our featured project. Um, they are just a delight to work with. And the mission, I think, it, it's really democratizing in terms of medicine. Precision medicine is going to make sure that medicine serves everybody. It serves all of us. Um, so I'm really delighted to be working with them the Citizen Science Month. When we come back, we want to jump in headfirst into the speaker, the format, what's actually going on. I, I'm looking at some of these speakers, and I'm they they scare me too because they got all the science and the health and all that stuff behind their name. So, but but I want to I want to really look at that and really let's talk about the event that's coming up this Tuesday. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority. We'll be right back. This is Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. We're back. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority from the UW All of Us Research Program for the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. My guests today are Miss Caroline Nickerson. She's the SciStarter advisor and moderator for the upcoming uh, event that we're going to be talking about in this segment. Along, of course, along with her is Bashir Easter, Dr. Bashir Easter, Assistant Director, UW Madison, all of us, Milwaukee site. So you've got an event coming up this Tuesday, April 18th. That's that 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 for me, the the hour you're going to have is probably all I could stand because all I see is doctor and then I see health equity and then I see doctor and then I see, <laughs> you know, community engagement. Then I see doctor and then I see collaborations, the doctor. And I'm like, oh, OK, I'm going to I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go sit in the back with the, you know, you know, when, when you go sit when it comes to science, when it comes to a doctorate, I can sit at the big boys table. When it comes to science, I'm at the kitty table. 
And so the fact that it's a collaboration, Caroline, is something that I've, I think it's going to probably be an outstanding program. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll be flying in. Uh, it'll be my first time ever in Milwaukee. I'm typically based in Florida. Uh, so I'm just so excited to meet the experts that we'll have on the panel. But I do want to emphasize that it really will be accessible. Um, I Just on planning event meetings I've had with the people that will be featured, they, they seem very articulate, but also very fun. So don't be scared. Just come out. Be ready to learn about the future of health research and also about diseases that impact you, your family, things like diabetes, um, different uh, factors that really matter to our lives. We'll be talking about it all. So just come with an open mind. And so Bashir, will you will you be there Tuesday? So I will be there for that event. It's going to be a great event and it's, you can do it hybrid, right? So you're able really? to attend. Yes, attend the event uh, online as well as uh, in person. So that's the other thing is anyone that's able to be able to connect, even if you're not in the Milwaukee area, you're still able to be able to be at that event and see it. Uh, and that link will be out for everyone to to to, to chime in. Outstanding. And so we, we've got these speakers. What what kind of format is it? So it's Tuesday night. April 18th, 6 to 7 at the Milwaukee Public Library, the Central Library in the Rotary Room. But how how do we, how's that going to be set up? Are you going to just have them sitting in a circle? Is it going to be on a stage? What, how, how exactly will this work? Definitely. So it's going to be very conversational. We were clear about that. Um, but every speaker is prepped to talk about their own expertise as well as what they think will really matter to the people in attendance. We emphasize the why. You know, why should we care about this? Why should we care about health research? How will this impact me? How will the All of Us Research Program potentially influence diabetes treatment? Um, how does precision medicine, What? how does it apply to my own lifestyle, my own environment, my health? So it's conversational, but we'll also have some tabling. So you can come and just, you know, meander around, get to know some of the people there, tabling from the different organizations, um, like all of us and some of their community engagement partners. SciStarter will have a table as well, where you can do some citizen science projects live at the event. But um, the core of the event will be a conversation between myself and all the panelists. And also we'll have ample Q&A for the people there in person, as well as for the people who are tuning in on Zoom. So when I leave, OK, I'm done. I've come to the program. It's at the Milwaukee Public Library, Central Library, Rotary Room, 6 to 7, this Tuesday, April 18th. I walk in, I sit down, I hear all the stuff, I hear the entire discussion. What am I supposed to walk away with? Are there questions I ask myself? Are there, you know, definitive statements I need to make? Are there goals? What? I think I'd love to get Dr. Easter's take on this, but I think uh, most attendees will walk away with a better understanding of what precision medicine is, why it matters for their own lives, and how um, diseases that may be impacting their communities and their loved ones like diabetes and other um, common ailments um, how precision medicine might influence those. So I think that's what participants will mainly walk away with, and also an understanding of how they can be involved in the scientific process, either by participating in the All of Us Research Program or doing another um, citizen science project. But Dr. Easter, what do you think? What do you think the main takeaway for attendees will be? Oh, you did a great job. Great job. 
uh, in regards to that, because the individuals that you do have there, uh, you have individuals that have um, a few different perspectives. So you have uh, individuals that are out of Madison, Milwaukee, and but are also doing work in both locations. Even though this is a national program with all of us, we talk about what the local connection is. When we talk about the workbench, the workbench itself, it's a national program that has all of this data from all over uh, the U.S., right? But you also have done understand we talk about what is locally going on um, and so these uh, individuals that we'll be talking about all of us and then also discussion as we talked about uh, uh, diabetes what is the impact of that in our in the community in Milwaukee and in Madison and then how can we utilize science to be able to help and understand how do we make some either some changes or how do we get involved um, in in regards to either locally or nationally as well so I think it'll be very I believe it's gonna be very fun interactive again everyone sees science and like oh my god no but this is also a as uh, it was stated very interactive so this is where you can ask questions you can say hey i really need to have a more of an understanding of what this really looks like i heard this on the radio and discussed about the all of us program and then science and what does it look like now i have individuals that i can see and talk to them directly to get some more feedback about what this will be and say hey how can i get involved as well so your speakers that are going to be there, let's let's start out. Dr. Dorothy Farrar Edwards, she's from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. She's the all of us primary investigator. So she's the one that kicked off this whole thing, went and, went and hired all these people and made sure a million people, America, a million African-Americans in the country are part of something that will literally carry on longer than Henrietta Lacks that will actually carry on with data and information and blood and DNA. But then we also have Gina Green Harris from the University of Wisconsin-Madison. She's a co-investigator and co-director of the Center for Community Engagement here in Milwaukee. And then Susan Passmore, PhD, University of Milwaukee, Madison. She's also a co-investigator and senior associate director. And then Dr. Olienka Shinyanbola, who is a pharmacist. And so when I when I first read it, it it kind of didn't make sense, right? Because you're reading it and you're saying, okay, well, these are all, you know, this is, you know, they're they're directors and all this. But then it dawned on me that all the things that your body has to deal with. Usually the people that are not brought into the entire conversation are the people that actually give you the medicine, the people that actually, you know, have to say, yes, you can take this with that. But you actually have all women, if if I'm not mistaken. And that's something in and of itself that's profound. And so so uh, Dr. Easter, how how can people really, really grasp the importance of having a conversation with people of this caliber, with women of this caliber, who can, who can tell them really what your title says, which, which I found astounding, the future of health research. They can, they can actually tell you there, this is what the future is going to look like. Explain that. 
Yeah. So uh, when we, we did discuss the individuals that are on the panel, you want to talk about the history of it. And thank you for that, Doc. So when we talk about uh, Dr. Dorothy Edwards, she was one of the principal investigators. Uh, as, uh, we talk about Wisconsin as the consortium. As being with the UW, the other consortium groups is the Medical College of Wisconsin. Uh, and then you have the Gunnarsson uh, and the Marshfield Clinic that is Upper North. These were the PIs that were original to talk to the NIH to say, bring this program here. So she was a part of that um, from the beginning. And uh, Gina Green-Harris uh, uh, was connected with that regards to center community engagement and health partnerships because of the diversity that was needed in part of this national program. So Milwaukee being the largest county in the state uh, is to be able to say the most diverse as well. It was, it was uh, interesting to talk to and bring her in because of the work that she's done previously in regards to community engagement as well. And we talk about uh, Dr. Uh, Sue Passmore and her connection to the community uh, coming to Wisconsin, um, not uh, native of Wisconsin, but coming to Wisconsin. She brings a perspective from other states, but now on this project knows the uh, the community uh, interest and the importance that community needs that needs to be a part of this program. And, and Dr. Oyika uh, Shambola, as a pharmacist, her focus has been on diabetes. She's done multiple studies and conversations about di diabetes and the, the techniques and things that you can bring forth to be able to um, break the um, the stigma as well as the denial of this uh, that disease to uh, African American and um, uh, communities as well, and the impact on how farm the pharmacists can help individuals do a better job in uh, educating the community on this. They're having a different viewpoint on this panel. So yes, they have the viewpoint of the higher discussion of the program itself, but then they have the local eyes and views of, of, of years of experience on what it looks like to be a part of any type of community process program or research. And so you're going to have a chance to have a conversation with these individuals and then, and then and get their point of view of what needs to change in regards to science and research and the community. And they're going to give you a wealth of knowledge uh, from their perspective as well. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority. When we come back, what do you say to people who may not think research and science is for them on any level? You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority. We'll be right back. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority, presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority on the new 1017 The Truth. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We're here with Caroline Nickerson, SciStarter Advisor and Moderator for the upcoming Citizen Scientist Month event that's coming up on Tuesday, April 18th from 6 to 7 p.m. at the Milwaukee Public Library. We've also got Dr. Bashir Easter, who's the Assistant Director, UW-Madison, all of us Milwaukee site. So we've been talking all day about science and talking all day about research and talking all day about all these things that I'm completely and totally afraid of. But but when it comes down to it, everybody can work with it in terms of science and research and understanding things. And and Dr. Bashir later is going to jump into, you know, what what's this thing with all of us and learning numbers and all that. But Caroline, what what do you say to people? I know we kidded about it in the beginning, but what do you really say to people who really just avoid science and research and all that on any level? 
first of all, it's important. So healthcare research, especially, we all have health. We're all going to need healthcare at some point. It's important to be engaged in where healthcare research is going and to be a part of shaping it to make sure it serves you and the people in your community and addresses your needs. But I also really want to emphasize this event will be fun in part because of the people who are going to be there, but um, the panelists are really engaging. And also they know that some people who will be there may not even know what research is or may not have heard the word before. So it's really a safe place to just come and learn. There are no bad questions, but also the event's going to be engaging because we're contextualizing it for you. How healthcare research will impact um, diabetes are things that your friends and family might uh, be grappling with right now. So my answer to people who don't think science is for them is science is exciting. It's taking us into the future. It's changing our lives. And it's also important for those same reasons. And so, Bashir, you, you're working with all of us and you're actually doing what she's talking about. You're, you're trying to get men on some level to understand that though you may not have a research or science background, knowing your numbers is actually you understanding science about yourself. So, yes, Doc. So as we start having this conversation about really we say what science is. So science really is just referring to uh, experiences that humans gain by a situation or uh, uh, by doing an item. Right. So what we did with the men is to be able to give them more of a focused view of certain items and we said, know your numbers. So when we said it, that was the item, that was the experience. What do I need to know about my numbers? Well, your numbers are what you uh, put into your body. Uh, How do you take care of your body? And then by doing your blood samples, you start understanding what is going on with you internally, with your cholesterol, with your your A1C, uh, different things, your blood pressure, you're learning about yourself. Once they got that information, it was observed. So now they're going to do some work, right? It goes into an action. It's the research to find out if you're able to change your diet, do some exercise, do certain items to see if those numbers that you originally have as your baseline will change. That's science. You really are taking information. It's not that you have to have have white coat to do it. We do it all the time. We also, there's certain things that happen that go along with us. You may um, eat something and it may not do well with your body, or you may take a medication that doesn't do well with you. It's an experience, right? So now you're trying to learn why you're having those different reactions and different feelings and different like that for things that you put in your body or even in the environment. That's all science and research right there. The part that has been, um, I guess, hurt with regards to your scary part of this uh, understanding science and research is the history of what has happened to people of color when it came down to them to be a part of what they say science and research. And uh, you brought up um, earlier to talk about the queen, which is Henrietta Lacks and her God sales, right? That information that was uh, that came from her, that her sales regenerate, that uh, that she is the only one um, uh, to date that they're they're her sales regenerate and they've used her sales in about every bit of research and science to date. But it was actually in the situation that caused the issue is, is that they did not get her consent to do that. 
So our family has fought long and hard, and the All of Us program has also acknowledged that that the family is also involved with why it's important to people to still be a part and get involved in research, but also understand the humanity and the respect that is needed for people to be a part of science and research. And so understanding, yes, we all need to be a part of it. We all need to understand it. And this is a type of event that will help people to understand more about it, but also as we are using the data right now as individuals who are enrolled in the All of Us research program, that data is now coming back for them to be able to utilize use and be able to uh, help themselves and help others as well. But Dr. Bashir, shouldn't we all be scientists at, at, at some level? Yes, we should. We should. And again, we do, right? We, we, we just don't call it science and research, okay. right? We don't use that term, right? But we do things all the time as, as simple as, as uh, enjoying a, a, a meal, Right. We enjoy a meal. And then what do we talk about? We dissect that. What do we enjoy about that meal? We enjoy, you know, the, uh, the you know, the taste of it, the texture of it. And then we also go in to say, hey, how did that actually that meal uh, impact my body? Maybe later on that evening, I, I'll tell you, just be very frank. I'm lactose intolerant. So I may enjoy the meal. But you know what happens later on? I don't enjoy it. My family don't enjoy it because of what happens <laughs> as it interacts with my body. Right? right. And so I understand that those things are very sound, very um, small, but that's science and research. Now I'm studying other ways or certain things because I do enjoy the taste of milk, but my body cannot cannot um, enjoy uh, manage the enzymes. So I try to find other ways to have something similar that will be able to work for me. We talked about you know oat milk and and things like that and those natures. Those are all research and science components that we all need to understand. As simple as those little things about even eating can be looked at. So absolutely, and taking in more uh, and depth in regards to your your body, how it functions, and then also your environment. All those things uh, go along with science research every single day. But this will be an avenue to have these individuals on that day in that panel to talk a little more about those things. So, Caroline, how do you personalize it? How can you actually make me, the guy who runs in the opposite direction of science, how can you really personalize that information so that people in the community think about it and say, you know what, that's something I need to learn. I think what Dr. Easter said is just right and uh, a perfect way of thinking about it. Because science, the word is very scary, but what it is, isn't. Because science is just a way of thinking. It's a means of asking questions about topics we care about and a systemized uh, manner of discovering new things about it and coming to some sort of conclusion. So when we ask a research question, um, the example Dr. Easter gave about people's own lives and the things they eat is perfect, but it can be a question about anything. It can be a research question about um, what's the best route to drive home tonight? Uh, what will have the least amount of traffic? Then you collect data on that, and data is just information. You um, take different routes and you keep track of which ones have the fewest amount of cars, and you do that multiple times. You have repeated trials. Um, and then you analyze that data. You look at the data and come to some sort of conclusion about it, and that's your research result. And then you have your best route to drive home. Um, so I think the way to personalize it, like you asked, 
is to um, figure out what that person is passionate about. And I think we all care about our own health. So for Tuesday's event on April 18th, that's something that we all have in common. We all care about the future of healthcare because we all care about our own health. Um, and then we start asking questions that you all want to know the answers to, which is what is the future of health research? Um, how will precision medicine, the All of Us Research Program, impact the healthcare I receive? How will it impact the treatments um, my friends and family receive uh, for Alzheimer's, for example? Um, are for other common things that impact people we know and love. So I think the way to make science matter to people is to get them to understand that they're already curious, they already have questions they want answers to, and science is a way of getting those answers. Now, Caroline, you mentioned something, and and I kind of picked up on the fact that the root word is precise. You talk about precision medicine, and you talk about older people needing precision medicine. I would take a stab and figure out exactly what that is, but I think since you're the expert and the PhD student, I'm going to ask you. When you talk about precision medicine, does that mean it's more personalized in terms of treatment for the individual? Yeah, I think actually Dr. Easter should take this because that's a um, the mission of the All of Us Research Program. It's part of finding the right treatment for the person. So it's making sure, because what you need and what I need are probably completely different in terms of uh, our environmental factors, our, um, you know, just basic things about uh, maybe I weigh more or maybe uh, I'm older, so I need a lower dose of something. Precision, are we already see examples of precision medicine in our lives with glasses, for example. Um, I can't see very well, so if you put my glasses on, you'd probably be like, whoa, that, those are really strong, but that's the right treatment for me. I need um, um, lenses and I need a higher um, prescription for those lenses. So precision medicine is all about personalizing the treatment so it serves the person, um, the individual receiving it. But Dr. Easter, do you want to add anything to that? You did an outstanding job. The glasses is probably the best good analogy on when we say precise. And our DNA, every last one of us is different. If you look at our fingerprints, every fingerprint is different, right? You have to have treatments and medications that are, that are geared for you as an individual. And right now, medications and treatments up to this point has been tested on middle-aged white men. And that being the case, we're all taking the same medication. You know, when we talk about more individuals being a part of research, that's important because the right now the information that we have is pretty skewed uh, because we don't have enough people of diverse backgrounds a part of research. That's why the All of Us Research Program is looking to push them to get the most diverse background of data to be able to do what we're trying to find, what's precise. Now, your information is geared towards you. You may have, as they you start noticing that they have some questions on there to say, does cilantro taste like soap to you or does it taste like what they say cilantro, right? Somebody's going to have that. You know, so they're going to be different. Those are very simple to know because each DNA sequence is going to be different in that capacity just for you. So, yes, there may be some medications that are out there that uh, we all are taking, but realizing that our body doesn't absorb this, the medication the same way. Your DNA tells you that. So this information that you get back is what researchers will be utilizing to try to find those treatments that we talk about, as well as uh, medications that fit you as an individual. And everyone should get that uh, a part of their health care. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. We've got Dr. Bashir Easter. We've got future doctor Caroline Nickerson. We're here discussing, well, an event that I'm definitely going to be at. This Tuesday, we're going to be scurrying over to the Milwaukee Public Library on Wisconsin Avenue. And from 6 to 7, 
on Tuesday, April 18th, we have a size starter event. So if you really want to know about how to get a become a part of size starter, become a part of all of us, uh, get to meet these wonderful uh, speakers. And we'll talk about that in the next segment. But one thing I want to do is I, I really want to wrap a bow on this. I want to I want to really dive in deep. Talk about the event more. Talk about sharing the event. How do I join? You know, do I have to go to some website and do all that stuff? We want to we want to make this as plain as possible because this is important for the community in which we all live. You're listening to Men Making Health Priority. We'll be right back. More of Men Making Health a Priority presented by All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships is next on the new 1017 The Truth, The Truth app and 1017thetruth.com. Good afternoon. If you haven't been listening, you've been listening to Men Making Health Priority. You missed probably one of the greatest shows that we've ever done because it made me finally learn something because I thought I was a know-it-all. And so one of the things I learned is that science is for everyone. Why? Because when men make health a priority, their own personal science is them, their body, and themselves. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority. I'm Dr. Ken Harris. I'm here with Caroline Nickerson, Starter advisor and moderator for the upcoming Citizen Scientist Month event that's coming up, and we'll talk about that in a bit. We've also got Dr. Bashir Easter, Assistant Director, UW-Madison, all of us, Milwaukee. This, is, this has been fascinating for me because I'm not, I'm not the science guy. Now I'm starting to think the way many people think when they talk about, you know, knowing science and thinking. The, but when you think about simple things like rain, you think about simple things like the grass, you think, you know, all those, you know, physics and chemistry and all that. But then I guess Caroline brought it home when I when I brought up precision medicine and she used eyeglasses as an analogy for precision medicine. And that's the future of medicine. And so when we look at things like gender, when we look at things like race, those things play an important part in really coming up with medicine for everyone in the world, but start to take into account the differences that we have and the things we have in common. And so, Caroline, how do we, how do we really make ourselves understand? Because I think it has to be an intentional thing when you start to understand your body better. But then you have to first understand the science. How important is that really for us? I think it's very important. Um, But I think a cool thing about citizen science is you don't have to know every single detail about the science to make a meaningful impact. So you don't have to be an expert in precision medicine or, you know, a professional researcher yourself to participate in the All of Us Research Program and become one of those million people making a difference by contributing data um, and helping filling out questionnaires and other um, activities to help researchers understand how can we personalize medicine and provide the best 
possible treatment for different individuals based on all sorts of different factors. Um, so you don't have to, you know, do the research yourself or analyze the data yourself to provide data to these projects or um, answer questions for these projects or um, even conduct analysis for certain citizen science projects. So I think that's the biggest thing. Like, don't feel pressured to know every uh, single detail about the science to participate. Just start, get involved um, and become a part of something bigger than yourself. And so really, being a citizen scientist means that I'm not doing a, you know, like, 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 like Dr. Farrar Edwards, I'm doing a whole full blown, I'm, I'm the, prim- the primary investigator doing all that. You can do just one segment of science that will then move the entire project forward. That's right. Your contributions really do matter. Um, And I think most citizen science projects, like with all of us, for example, the protocols are really well designed and they walk you through it. So you know exactly what you need to do and how to participate. Um, But yeah, you don't you don't have to be analyzing, you know, all the millions of contributions. You can just be part of it um, and feel good about it. So I think that's the great thing about citizen science. You don't have to be an expert to make a difference. Outstanding. Dr. Bashir, anything to add? Yes, coming to the that event, please. The, the event starts at uh, six o'clock, but we want you to actually be there before then. When I say start, that is the process of the panel, uh, being able to speak. But it, the doors are open earlier uh, than that, which we're asking individuals to please come a little earlier. And why would you want to come earlier? This is a, a chance for you to mingle, have conversations with individuals, uh, start stirring up your questions even before then, and then the opportunity to be at the event, whether you're going to be in person or or be online virtually. This is a chance, and I say we try to challenge uh, Milwaukee to come with your questions. You have a panel of experts that will be there. Uh, you get to challenge their, th- their thoughts, your uh, your thoughts about research and science and why uh, it is important or your your thoughts of why you feel it's maybe not important. Right. Come and have that dialogue. Have these questions so you're not walking around with not your questions answered or what you think the situation may be to see if they're able to answer some of these, uh, these maybe even some of these myths that may be out there as well. And so even if you may feel that there is an issue with science and research, come bring that as well. It's going to be fun, interactive, and that's what you need. You want to be able to have a chance to talk to experts that are in the room. They're right in the heart of Milwaukee at the the, the Milwaukee uh, Library right downtown uh, is huge. That is a huge benefit for you to be able to have a chance to have these conversations. And so our speakers are going to be Dr. Dorothy Farrar Edwards, Gina Green Harris, Dr. Susan Passmore, and Dr. Olienka. I'm, I'm going to get the last name right, Shinyabola. So with these dynamic women coming, it's going to be this Tuesday, April 18th, from six to seven. But like you said, we can come early. You're going to have tables set up. You're going to have information set up about SciStarter. That's, that's probably why I'm coming because I'm, I'm just excited to figure out what can I do? What kind of little project can I do? Because, you know, sometimes when your children get older, you don't get to partake in some of those things that you remember from your youth and things that are going to move together a project. But if you really, really, really want to get into it, Make sure you're here at this SciStarter event, but also make sure you sign up for all of us, Milwaukee. Make sure you do that. And so, Bashir, how do people sign up for all of us? 
the first thing we want people to do is to do their own research. You hear me say that all the time, Doc. You know, don't just take my word for it or even your word for it, Doc. Go do your research on it. And that's going on to joinallofus.org. Click on that, look on it, research it, figure it out, see if that's something that you're interested in. And when you uh, want to take the next step, you're then able to actually create your own profile uh, by doing that as well. And then visit. All of us dot WISC, that's W I S C dot EDU, or you can call us at 1 888 294 2661 and then email us if you need more into at all of us at HSLC dot WISC dot EDU. And we'll get that information to you uh, as, uh, as well, some more. But that is your first uh, avenue to take a, your own research, do some more information, do some more digging, learn about the program, and then take those next steps at the Center of Community Engagement Health Partnerships. We then do the process of enrolling you into the program, uh, taking your blood, your, your urine, your measurements. We have some great staff that are there that will be able to walk you through the process. But those are your first steps and uh, be able to start moving forward. But then if you want to even wait, and come and have that conversation on that uh, at the event on April 18th, this Tuesday. Come to there and then bring that those conversations uh, and questions at the event as well. And now, Caroline, you are going to fly in because you told us you're getting on a plane from Florida and you're going to be here. And so tell us, how do we get here? How do we sign up for the Size Starter event? Definitely. So you can go to bit.ly forward slash all of us W. So that's a URL that's bit.ly forward slash all of us W to sign up. And we really do hope you get there early. Um, and also you can join the Zoom early as well. There's an in-person option and a virtual option to tune in. And if you join early, I just would love if you came to say hello, came to chat, join the conversation. But we really do hope to see you there. And if you register ahead of time, especially for the in-person option, that helps me figure out food and how much food we need to order. So that's bit.ly forward slash all of us W. Is there an age requirement? You know, because you know us folk that over forty that are over forty years old. I don't. I don't know if we can make it. So, is is there an age requirement? Can I bring my kids to learn? All are welcome. Yes, everyone can come and be part of this conversation. And so, to join all of us, Doctor Bashir, do I do I have to be a man? Do I have to be a guy, or can women join? Or how old do I have to be? All that stuff. This is one research program that you can be well, sick, you just have to be 18 years of age. There's no restrictions in regards to being putting you in certain research study because it's not in that capacity. This is collecting of the data. So as long as you're 18 years of age, you can be male or female. You can come at any point of your time. If you're, like I said, if you're well or you're sick and you can go ahead and start the process. There's no restrictions in that, in that conversation as well. Make sure you're here in Milwaukee at the Milwaukee Public Library, Central Library, and the Rotary Room, 814 West Wisconsin Avenue. You can go to bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash all of us W to sign up for the SciStarter event in collaboration with all of us Milwaukee. That's this Tuesday, April 18th from 6 to 7. Make sure you show up early. Make sure you get there so that you can actually have a good time and hang out and talk to people and go to the tables and make sure you say hello to Caroline because she flew all the way to Milwaukee just to say hello to you. And so this this is the type of thing that all of us is really 
been built for. This is the type of thing that we need to understand that in every community in America, we can make the precision health care of every individual in the world that much better and that much safer. You're listening to Men Making Health a Priority. I'm Dr. Ken Harris on the new 1017 The Truth. We want to say thank you to Bashir Easter, Assistant Director of UW-Madison, all of us Milwaukee site. Also, our special guest, Caroline Nickerson. She's a SciStarter advisor and moderator for the upcoming Citizen Scientist Month event, Tuesday, 6 to 7 p.m., Milwaukee Public Library. It's been great having you. God bless. Take care. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during Men Making Health a Priority are solely that of the hosts or guests and not those of 1017 The Truth, Good Karma Brands Milwaukee LLC, or All of Us Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Milwaukee's Black Talk lives here. You are listening to 1017 FM, 1510 AM WGKB Waukesha and W269DL Milwaukee, a locally owned Good Karma Brands station. Thanks to Caroline Nickerson and our friends at 101.7 The Truth. And thank you for listening to this special episode of the SciStarter Podcast. We'll be back with our regular audio and video podcast later this month. I'm Bob Hershon. See you then.